Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Cheat Thrills. I'm your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming. Hi guys, um, so let's jump into this little bit of news, okay, now you remember a couple of weeks ago when we said that, um, the developers of the video game for Spoken, um, that group is now going to be back working in the folds of, um, Square Enix. Now, they just had this press release about this developer meeting, not this developer meetings, but investor meetings. Yeah. And this is what they said um, in regards to Forsaken. Reviews for Forsaken, which was released January 24th, has been challenging, said the president and representative um, director. Yusuke Musura? I hate that I cannot say those names properly. Forgive me. However, the game has also been received positive, has also received positive feedbacks on its action features, including its parkour combat capabilities, so it has yield results. I am stumbling, guys. Let me start over. However, the game has received positive feedbacks on its action features, including its parkour and combat capabilities. So it has yielded results that will lead to improvement of the development capabilities of our other games in the future. Despite this positive note, Masuda admitted that sales of the games has lackluster, has been lackluster, and that there was no considerable downside risk on our 2023 earnings. The concession follows an announcement from earlier this month that Forspoken Developers Luminous Production founded will be folded back into Square Enix starting May 1st. So this is what they're going to do from what I read here. They're going to take some of these mechanics and they're going to apply them to Final Fantasy um, upcoming games. That's what they're going to do. But Forspoken came out on the PS5 and the PC. It was not a good game. Technically, it was not a good game. Gameplay, personally for me. It just didn't look interesting. It looked bland. That being said, to the PlayStation 5 fans, 
Y'all should have supported this game. Y'all should have supported it. You could have bought this game at a discount. But y'all should have supported this. Because when this was first shown as a, what we now know, as a uh, vertical slice. Using, because this game was used to show off the power of, um... Unreal Engine 5. For the PS5. And y'all remember them showing off that this is gonna be what the game looks like. And everybody was like, this game is gonna look awesome. Now, it did not look nothing like that presentation. But even at a discount, y'all should have gotten that game. Okay, guys, listen. Capcom had a spotlight. Resident Evil 4 was the, the, um, the star of the show. And it now has a demo that's on, um, it's out today. Well, right now. And you can download it on the PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, and Steam. I want to talk to you guys a little bit about why I'm not downloading that game. And I'm not playing it. I got two at a discount. This is uh, Resident Evil 2. At a discount with the both, the, you know that combo? Yeah, two and three. I got those. But I'm going to tell you why I bought those. It's because when that game was released and it came a little bit later on, it came out on the PS, PlayStation 1. And on the Nintendo 64 a little bit later. But by that time it came out on the Nintendo 64, I was into another game. And I never got to play Resident Evil 2. Which was one of the games in the whole series that I wanted to play. Now, I did play Resident Evil 1 on the GameCube. And I played Resident Evil 4 on the GameCube. I enjoyed it a lot. I really did. I saw the demo of how Resident Evil 4 looks on these gen systems. And it's cute. But I'm going to give it a pass for me. And because I've already played it. I've already ended it. And graphics um a tweak in the um the game mechanics is it going to bring me into the fold? And keep in mind, guys, I said all that shit while buying and picking up uh, Metroid Prime. And I played that on the GameCube and the uh, Nintendo's Wii. But just for me, I was like, nah, 
no, I'm not going to pick it up. But I'm glad that everyone is enjoying it. I'm glad that people are enjoying it. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak launches on April 28th on the PlayStation and Xbox. I'm really take I'm surprised it's taking it that long. I wish that I could get into that game like I want to. I really do. Cause it was it's it looks like a fun game. I I, I bought the other one. I bought the, the 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 base game. I just didn't get these expansions, and I tried, but I just couldn't. I, I can't get into it. This game and um, Assassin's Creed. I just can't get into these games. But yeah, now it has a release date. So I hope you guys will be enjoying it. There was a new trailer for the in the release date for Exo Primal, which is coming to the PlayStation 5 for in the Xbox series. In uh, Steam, July fourteenth, and it's a it's a dinosaur hunting action game. Um, it is said to be online, always, and they're going to be. Um, doing a beta test for cross-platforms sometime later on this month. Ghost Trick? The original Ghost Trick was a DS title from the creators of Captain Capcom's Ace Attorney franchise. Mm. The game stars Sissel. A dead detective who can possess and trick real life objects to save people from their own demise. Hmm. Hmm. Never heard of it. They got a new movie coming out Resident Evil Death Island. You know what? I would think that after that fiasco with Netflix, they would be like, no. Street Fighter 6 um, revealed the game Final Color Commentator. Japanese actor Hikaru Takasashi. And he will be commenting on games, matches, 
and narrating um, some battles. Oh my God. Hikaru, her inclusion brings a total of Street Fighter commentaries to eight. I'm sorry about that. Did you, honey? And they got the trailer for um, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection, which is coming in April, April 14th, in fact. And this collection includes 499 patch cards that was previously exclusive, uh, exclusively available in Japan as physical collectibles. Ooh. Maybe I'll return back to that game. Now, did y'all see that new um, Super Mario Final trailer? I thought it looked beautiful. I really cannot wait for this game, um, this movie to come out next month. And you know what? I gotta be honest with you guys. I'm really shocked that they haven't shown anything or any games pairing with this uh this movie. But one thing they did show, Nintendo has revealed its real life set of Mario iconic boots to um you know to celebrate Mario Day and to help, you know, talk about the release of, excuse me guys, the release of the movie. Can I be, well, maybe it's because everybody is going to go see that movie anyway. Everyone's going to go see it. I don't know why they need to have a lot, a lot, a lot of um, promotion. Because once they once they released that first trailer, everyone pretty much was on board. I know I was. Now, I know you guys are... Um, Playing into the new Fortnite chapter, right? Chapter 2. Season 4, Chapter 2. I did download the um the battle pass. Can we talk? I do like that they added new mechanics to the game. I appreciate that. But honestly, I I don't know. I feel like I just don't feel like this should be here. This futuristic, I don't feel like it should be here. I think it's weird.
But I'm, a, I'm I like some of the mechanics, and that's the only reason why I'm, I'm getting. It. I don't like the um the skins. I don't like none of those skins, and I think that they're becoming very lazy with their skins and whatnot. Very lazy. I was thinking about what is going to show up with this. Um. Because there usually is another character that comes out later. And using this mechanic. Like who put. I'm, I, I had it in my head earlier. I was looking at the trailer and I said. Yeah this is. A, 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 this is leading up to. Um, a special skin. I wonder who though. I really do. Oh well, guys. That looks like that's it. And those were your top stories in gaming. And now, here's your top stories in pop culture. Um, something different I want to do. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about, um, What happened with um, Chris Rock? I will say this. Did I... And I have Netflix. Did I watch it? No. Was the clips I seen that was, you know, involuntarily thrown out on the internet that I can just, like, you know, click on? Yeah, I saw some things. I was about to go in, spin in a whole, whole bunch of times. And I'm an older person, yeah? And I just chucked it up as, okay, Chris, you said what you said about the slap. You said what you said. It's done. It's done. It's over with. It seems like people tuned in just for that reason. You gave that in the last 10 minutes of your show, which knew, which only says to me, this is what this says to me, in the, 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 the structure of his stand-up, you knew whatever it is that you were saying, or you want to talk about, or you want to make a joke about, became utterly forgetful. Utterly forgetful. Because the only thing 
that everybody talked about unless you like a hardcore fan. I'm looking I'm looking at you, Charlemagne. But nobody will remember this. Um this stand-up. They only will remember 10 minutes of it at the end. Selective outrage? I didn't watch it because I wanted to be... I'm not... I'm not standing with Will Smith. Mm-mm. I could care less. I was standing with Jada. Because at the core of all of this debacle, right? A black woman was ridiculed on a world stage regarding her hair from a man who made a film because his daughter hair was being ridiculed. Chris Rock knows exactly who his demographic is. He knows who he wants to go after and stuff like that. And I'm I'm gonna say it. Chris Chris Rock. I didn't like your I didn't like that stand up. I didn't even like that last 10 minutes. I thought that 10 minutes was you clearly were in your feelings. You were clearly in your feelings and not in a funny way. That's the that's the vibe that I got. It wasn't funny. It was it was it was an outpouring and it was the improper venue. That should have been said to a therapist. But he had to make money off of it somehow, and Netflix gave it to him. But y'all, y'all got y'all, y'all got y'all blood. Now, 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 walk away from it. Now, walk away. Will Smith did his act. Chris Rock retaliated. It's done. It's done. Charlemagne the God and those who are like him because there was a lot of shit that was going on with Breakfast Club this week and with Porsche and all the
Charlemagne the God. I worry for him now. I can honestly say this. This is so left field. I know, guys. I know this is so left field. But I worry for that man. I think that he is being... I believe that he is creating something that is going to ultimately destroy him. I think he's going about it sloppy. I think that you are shouldering yourself with these people that do not have your best interests at heart. I don't know if you know why I was talking about Charlamagne the Gods right there, but I don't know. I just felt that through that that special, like he was, I just, I just feel that he had his hands over it and I, his hands in it and I didn't like it because Charlamagne the God never called Will Smith a bitch. But he allowed Chris Rock to say that he did. It's weird. Again, I said, the only thing I can say about that whole special was, is that people will only remember the last 10 minutes of that show that wasn't really impactful. And it sounds like a whole bunch of shit that should have been said to a therapist. He could have reworked that out to be more impactful. Let alone funny. It wasn't funny. And talking about um the Breakfast Club, because Angela Yee, she said something. She was on the Tamron Hall show. This is when um just uh, not just hilarious, but um Portia came in talking about that um it's a whole bunch of gotcha questions that um. Tamaha be trying to do she had that interview because she was trying to promote her book about her life and whatnot. Portia seems like, and I don't even know this woman, I only know her of some fucking Housewives franchise. But let me be clear. Portia seems like that bitter girl she's bitter she's not on the housewives no more so she's trying to gain relevancy like she she didn't even fit she didn't even fit on the on that on that segment even on the breast club she didn't fit it just seems to me that she was She was just a pretty brown girl, and that's all. Like, what did she do? And I don't even have the energy to go find out. Whatever. But Angelique was talking about that she was like the only girl that was on air when she was there at the, the, the breakfast club. And she felt like, you know, that there was some dynamics that 
just didn't play to her. And they didn't. Because I've been... Let me tell y'all something. Excuse me. I have been watching The Brothers Club for a long, long time. And I can honestly tell y'all this. Charlemagne the God has always been a star of the show. But Charlemagne the God and Envy always, always drowned out Angela Yee. They always dropped her out. They overtalked her. I'm not saying that it was easy for her because we don't know. But if this woman goes on a Tamron Hall show and explain her experience at the Breakfast Club, who are we to tell her that that didn't happen? We have seen plenty of times where in the comments that they have simply told her that Angela Need shouldn't even be there because she doesn't even she doesn't even exist. Angela Yee, I'm not sure if she's a great host because she has a new show out. And she also had a podcast lip service. I don't think she knows how to stand up for herself or advocate for herself that well. Uh, but even so, you can tell that the, the power structure of the Breakfast Club has always been male-dominated. Always has been male-dominated. And so, I don't understand why they got upset about that shit. Whatever. Here's another thing that I wanted to cuss out. Benito. Bad Bunny, for those who don't know. Benito, baby. Mio, sit down. Listen. Listen to me well. I understand... That you very well may be attracted to this Kendall gender girl. But your fan base is very vocal about you. Now you're not supposed to do everything they tell you to do. But they are serious about you. Now I took this a long time ago. I don't even know you. I have not, I cannot name a fucking single you came out with. But boy, when I saw him on uh, Bullet Train and some sketches on uh, SNL, I can tell you one goddamn thing for certain. That man is fucking fine. He is fine as hell. You may think that you are coming out on top associating yourself with Kendall Jenner I'm whispering this in your ear Kendall Jenner is a part of a machine it's part of a machine and you will not come out on top Leave that 
trash alone. You are young and it looks glit and glamorous over there right now, but you have too much shit that they will exploit and they will leave you fucking on the side of a row penniless. Leave that trash the fuck alone. Look at the track record, baby. Look at the Carfax, baby. It's disgusting how they do it. How they do people. Lead up, lead up, lead that woman along. You are, you are fucking bad bunny. You can get with just about any bitch. I can understand if this is a drive-by, but you need to let it be known to your fans that that's exactly what the fuck it is. It's a drive-by. You gonna hit it and then you gonna quit it. Because if you wind up getting entangled in that shit, you will lose them people. And a heartbeat because they are very fickle. Would you look at that? Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex. Children now have official titles. And I'm going to tell y'all something. I'm happy. Now, she did go on um, Oprah and she did say that she was like, how come he doesn't get a title? I can understand how it looked like she did not know the protocol. I don't know why Harry didn't sit her down, but then again, though, probably Harry didn't know. Or it was some, look, you never know. You never know. But here's the thing. I I think that Megan needs to come out and she needs to clarify she didn't understand the protocol on what's going on with the, the, um, the family. She needs to come out there and do it in her, in her, on her podcast, whatever. But I'm going to tell you something else, baby. The British media is livid. They are livid because they said, oh, they're not working royals. They don't, they shouldn't deserve the titles. They didn't want those mulatto kids. God, that even sounds, that even sounds more racist than half, um, mixed. <laughs> Just say mixed. Ugh, mulatto, ugh. Um... They didn't want those kids to have that, um, they didn't want those kids to have that title because they're mixed. Yep. I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it on the telly. They do not want those kids to have that title because they're mixed. But they had them. 
It's official. Prince Archie and Princess Lilibeth. Now, anybody is up in arms like, will they go to the coronation? Yeah, they're gonna go. They're gonna go. They're gonna go. This is what I hope happens. I wish that the both of them show up for the coronation. I wish Harry was to attend and Meghan stays in the country celebrating Archie's birthday. Or they celebrate a day before. But they'll still be in England. I think it's weird. I think it's so weird that they they, they always talk about Harry and Meghan always talking about shit. I'm I'm seriously I've been watching the news in America and I don't hear shit about them. But every fucking day in Britain, you hear something about these two. It's like they're obsessed. I don't know. I don't know. And what? Finish switching to another subject that should have been in the um the segment before why the hell are y'all so upset that uh, April O'Neil is black in this new um Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle show what what movie what why why Y'all are so hung up on it. She was white in the other ones before then. If you want to see it, just go watch them again. You don't. You do not have to watch this movie. You really don't. In the original canon show, April O'Neil is white. No one is not denying that. No one is not denying that. The reason why I believe that they made her black in this movie is because it's different. Because in these last movies that they had showed off, you people were not giving them the money that you wanted. But you wanted it to be canon. But yet you're not going to the movie to go see these um to go see that and give them their money. They have to change shit. And this comes at y'all feet. They also went upset about Tinkerbell being black. Like, girl, calm down. This is gonna be on fucking, this is gonna be on Disney Plus. Watch it or don't watch it. I cannot believe the the the, uh, the the I cannot take the time out of my schedule 
to go and tweet about this shit. I can't. I don't care. If I wanted to watch it, I can watch this in the comfort of my own home. And nobody, and I repeat, nobody will even know that I watched this movie. Unless I talked about it. It is so simple. Jesus. Making another segue. Talking about Twitter. Shit. Do you see that debacle? What's going on over there? That man is fucking. It's, it's sad. How he destroyed that goddamn. Um, how he's destroying this goddamn project. I don't think he was. I never. I looked at him. I looked at Mark Zuckerberg. And. And I've always said that those two just were not smart. I think that they... I think that they're great salesmen. I will give you that. But they're not intelligent. This man gutted out his human resource for Twitter only to discover that he had a person was working that was critical to um, one of the departments that he was working there and he got fired. And he ran to Twitter. Ran to Twitter. And got a hold of Elon Musk and said, Hey, the reason why your application isn't working as properly as it should be is because the person that was keeping it together was me. And you fired me. And Elon Musk mocked this person only to find out only to find out that he did work for Twitter and that he was a critical a critical part of an update that was applied to Twitter Twitter couldn't monetize on, um, also, because what the fuck was it about? They couldn't, it was a, something that was, God, I'm stumbling, I'm stumbling. Let's move on with them. So, as it is right now, he, this is Elon, he ran back to Twitter after discovering that the man actually did work there and that he was wrongfully terminated. He wanted to apologize. Like, dude, the damage is already done. I don't want him to return to work. I want him to continue with his lawsuit against Elon Musk. I want him to. Because Elon Musk, you should have... What you have demonstrated is that... You, as head of that goddamn company, Twitter... Means that you're not hands-on as you play, claim to be. 
and that um, Twitter behind the scenes is completely in shambles. It's sad. It's really sad. Oh, God, I feel like I'm going on a little bit too long. Okay, guys. I will say this last thing. And and y'all to take this however you want to. Don't watch Fox News to get your information. I'm not saying that there are news place they're not they're an entertainment hub that's all they are they're an entertainment hub they're et don't get your news from um from fox news they literally lie in your face and you should have some integrity to say i don't need to stand for that all right all right and with that I guess that's the end. And those were your top stories in pop culture. Well, guys, it looks like we've come to the end of another great episode here on Cheap Thrills. I've been your host, Etheria, and I look forward to chatting with you guys next week. Hi, guys. A little small edit here. I wanted to mention something because even in the gaming um, topic and stuff like that, I left out to... Um, to two tidbits first Starfield has a release date and Suicide Squad has been delayed we'll talk about that later on if you'd like to reach us via email you can contact us at cheapdrillspodcast01 at gmail.com you can also follow us on Twitter at Cheap Thrills Podcast 01. 